I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alenios Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Illennials Podcast. I am Smith. I'm Seth. And it's the voice that makes you moist. Marcus. Back to a full deck, full house. Boys, tell me how has it been the past couple weeks? What has happened? What 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 hell have you guys wrought on this podcast? Well, we only recorded one episode yeah, we were supposed in the two weeks that you were gone. Yeah, we were supposed to record two, but that that's my fault. I, uh, mm-hmm. I got into some complications uh, between... I got between jobs, and uh, we all know it's a fucking job to find a job. So, I apologize for that. That's fine. It's all good, man. It's life. Hey, we slapped you with a bonus last week, right? So, Oh. Just uploaded today, actually. Oh, nice. uh, that scolds you. I'm sure it's been edited and uploaded, but it actually has. So, <laughs> I mean, it was like three hours ago, so let's not get yeah, too. Yeah, it was excited. also like three hours long, so I don't blame you. <laughs> it's long as fuck. Oh. So, Marcus, in this whole job search thing you had to do, how is it trying to find a job in the time of? Uh, it is so shitty. <laughs> Oh yep. my god. Okay, so first off, I've been working at a warehouse. A window factory, right? Mm, not exactly. It's wait, window I was working at this it was in Seattle, it was called Windows or something. Yeah, yeah, it was windows, weird. Man. They were it was, it was crazy weird. But yeah, yeah, they basically make windows. So and it was a window factory. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it yes. Window factory. Marcus, what was going on? What do they do to you? They, uh, <laughs> okay, so did they Epstein you? No, no, no. They, I actually went to that job because they were doing screenings for like coronavirus, like before we worked, which is not what my last job was doing because I'm not dying for fucking bread at a bakery, right? Can we all agree to that? It's, yeah, yeah. So basically, they take your temperature, give you a fresh mask when you go to work, blah blah blah. It's fine. It was fine for a while. Then someone on the third shift got coronavirus and they closed like that entire shift. And I was yeah. like, that's really not like good enough, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't know where that third shift person or people were working. They could have been sneezing yeah. all over this area. And just, what the fuck? But, you know, I'm just trying to stay alive because if i catch it i'm either gonna die or i'm gonna be in super debt and die so so marcus yeah. at, the, at the window factory how did you feel when you were perfectly measuring out the windows and they told you oh, you're gonna get crushed up for later how did you feel about that luckily i wasn't measuring windows i was uh making sure they had the right amount of screws i imagine marcus measuring a window he's like that's about two feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he has the ruler and everything. He's like, eh, just eyeball it real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's two thirds of a Marcus right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So screw, so screws was your job. Yeah, yeah. You put the screws Appar- to them. Apparently, whoever they were selling the the windows to had they were getting like too many screws, not enough screws, and like I don't know. It was it was dumb. It was fucking dumb. But yeah, I got paid, and that's all that really mattered. Yeah. All we gotta do is make rent. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people aren't. And evictions are heating up pretty soon. Right? I'm, I'm surprised this is, like, even still an issue when, like, everyone knows the fucking problem. 
And if no one has a house to fucking stay in, what what's the point of abiding by the rest of these shitty ass rules? They're just gonna start burning shit down again and chopping tops off. Chopping tops off. Chopping tops off, man. Free haircuts because you really don't like that person. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Handing out fades, if you will. Yes. Yeah. Okay. This guy knows what's up. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that's happening um, pretty soon, and the, the the government has been very adamant about not giving out any more financial aid to anybody, and uh, not freezing you know mortgages and rent and stuff. Right, which is hilarious considering like, God, they give like trillions of dollars to these huge corporations that already have fucking trillions of dollars. What kind of fucking sense does that make? Those corporations can't run off a trillion dollars during this pandemic, though. They uh, have to have... They, they, we really have to support them in these trying Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're fucking right. How could they pay their people? <laughs> God, not like you know, my actually, $400 rent is too, ty- too testing of all this money. God. You know what's really funny about... Uh, uh, hold on, we lose Marcus? There he's back. Oh, there he's he back. Is. One funny thing about uh, your former boss, Marcus Bill Gates, he, when he ran uh, the Windows factory, he had a policy that he would keep at least three months of operating expenses uh, saved up in case he didn't even know what the fuck would happen, just in case something had happened. And the, the people, the shareholders hated this policy because that was free money for them. They should have gone to their pockets. Right. And once he wasn't CEO anymore, I think it was Steve Ballmer who came in next. He was he just like, nope. Gone. Rainy day fund. Out of here. Shareholders. Nothing bad will ever happen. <laughs> <laughs> We're on top of the world. Um, Famous last words. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's funny that even for a, you know a multi billion, I mean almost trillion dollar company like Microsoft, that for them even keeping three months of savings is crazy. Whereas, yeah, I feel like if I were a person who, for some reason, owned a billion dollar company, I'd be like, I don't know, maybe keep a, a year or two saved up. Yeah, like, you know, to pay they pay people for a Can while. Easily like, afford I mean, it. It's just it's it's there. You just have all this money. Mm-hmm. Having yeah. another mm-hmm. yacht or another house isn't really going to do that much for you. Yeah, at this point, there is. Pro- I don't think any major company keeps any kind of rainy day fund. Yeah, we've been smooth sailing for too long. They were just like, hey, we need more numbers. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. And it shows how... must go up. It shows how ill prepared we would ever be if there were some... And we talked about it in our bonus episode, like a Last of Us type disease. Like, we would descend into madness faster than they did, for sure. Oh, yeah. Remember how in the first Last of Us, in the beginning, you're walking around, there's all this, there's still all this infrastructure, there's all these ration cards and all this stuff. That wouldn't happen. Yeah. We wouldn't have ration cards and a government and a military still. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we're all smugglers everyone now. Everyone would live like, <laughs> everyone would live like Bill. It'd be Bill and the cannibal people. That's all that would exist. <laughs> Every single person, yes. Um. <laughs> Ain't no fucking Boston with the military taking control. I'm sorry. It would be awful. Americans are exceptionally shitty people, as we found out. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, the fucking, the pride that people take in not wearing a mask is just the most insane shit I've seen in the past, like, month or so. Right. Do you see where Trump today is, like, wear masks? Yeah. On Twitter? He called it the invisible Chinese virus... As opposed to all those all visible, those visible viruses, viruses we see all the time. <laughs> the visible hey, cold. If, a, if it's a nice white virus, they at least announce themselves, okay? <laughs> they don't just sneak up on you out of nowhere. And as like, he has Patreon or a mask or whatever. It's just so fucking stupid. Yeah. It's like, these people just don't know. Like Rush Limbaugh, I saw this the other day, he was ranting about the coronavirus. He was like, and his example of, of people we should emulate was the fucking Donner Party. The people who ate each other. Yes. He was like, Americans have always gotten through everything. Like the Donner Party did. I'm like, they didn't though, Rush. They yeah. all ate each no, other they and all died. Ate each other. And whoever was left lost their mind in the wilderness. Yes. And I, he was like, he was like, listen, humans adapt. 
And I was like, yes, that's what masks are, and social distancing is adapting. What you want is to ignore it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid, dude. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's all of me. People are like, uh, oh, you're breathing in your own carbon monoxide, and it's going to kill you. And I'm like, you don't you don't understand anything. People are like, oh, it's a, it's a muzzle, not a mask. And I'm like, how? <laughs> we, can, we still are able to talk. And express it. There are protests where people wearing masks. Yeah, that's not a muzzle. Like people are like, oh, if you wear a mask and you're giving in to the idea that there is a coronavirus, one and two, that you're just letting the government tell you what to do, which is insane because there's so many Congress people and even the president for so long who are like, oh yeah, masks don't matter. So, oh, no. what do? Why is this the hill people want to literally die on? <laughs> Why is this the thing? Who knows, man? Oh, the crazy. Honestly, I get. I just don't get it, man. Like, I think people look cooler wearing masks. I know I look a lot less ugly wearing a mask. <laughs> I know. So I'm, it's, I'm it's true. It. it hides ugliness really well. <laughs> it's a huge improvement for me personally. Mm-hmm. So maybe if you were Brad Pitt, you have an argument for not wearing a mask. But or you, whatever, people know but you're good looking anyway. It's like you're Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's yeah, true. It's like, who cares? It's not like your people aren't going to notice you from here up when you're Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, his his mask could actually just say Brad Pitt. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just so you do, you don't lose track of who he is. Mm. I, I think the craziest story I've heard was that five G towers transmit the coronavirus. <laughs> who the fuck oh, thought yeah. of that shit? Like what? Oh, five G has been a thing for a long time, Marcus. You don't know about no. this? Five yeah, G is the reason every for everything. Oh. everything mm. is bad. It's 5G. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's 5G and, you know, um, unarmed black teenagers. Those are the two things oh. that have just caused all the problems in the past couple of years. No. And, I mean, the 5G thing, for me, I was like, oh, this is ridiculous. People don't actually believe this, whatever. But then, a couple of months ago, wildly popular at the time, Twitch streamer Dr. Disrespect went on about how 5G was oh, causing coronavirus. No. And I was like, no, this has invaded seemingly normal people. Jeez. And then it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's like, I don't get it. Why is this our new thing? The funny thing is that there actually are downsides to using 5G. Like it interferes with the radar we use to track the weather. So it could actually uh, like keep us from seeing storms coming quickly enough. But no one mentions that. No, they always talk about the fucking uh, uh, 5G towers giving you cancer and shit. Yeah. And what's really funny, too, is now, of course, anti-vaxxers are out in force. And me, personally, I'm not taking any vaccine that comes out that is not approved by Germany and South Korea. Hopefully both, because America is going to rush some bullshit out the door. And that is the funny thing. All of the headlines are, like, a company rushing to make a a vaccine. I'm like, don't rush. Don't rush, please. Hold hold right there, Limbaugh. Don't rush, okay? I don't, I I don't, (laughs) take your time. And then, and then, I mean, and these companies are just using it to play with their own stock and make money. Like, Madura has done it twice now. The first time, they were like, oh, we have a trial that's going to, it's 50% more successful than it was before. And it was all bullshit. They made up the numbers, but their stock went up by, like, 1,500 points. And then just this past week, they said, oh, our new, our newest one, to boost, boost your immunity, all this stuff. None of it has been proven by, by anyone who isn't a private corporation. And once again, their stock went up. And I'm like, they're just playing with the market. And the FDA has been totally fucking neutered. They're going to let them rush some shit out the door that's going to fucking probably have horrible long-term effects or do nothing and make some money for people. And who knows what they'll be priced at. They ain't going to do that fucking polio, get away for free. I don't think so. It's going to cost money. Yeah, they, they they said they were going to try to make it affordable. Oh. Which means they are going to kill poor people on purpose. I'll say this, uh, China may have been very good at locking down and getting rid of the virus, but their vaccines have been even more reckless than ours. They ejected soldiers with a vaccine like a month ago. Oh, fuck. Now, if it works, that'll be an incredible shot in the dark. If it doesn't, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't there a story about some doctor who invented a vaccine and then used it on themselves instead because they wouldn't let them try it and then it worked? (laughs) Isn't that a real thing? That happened in the movie uh, Contagion, Seth. Oh, yeah, it did happen in that movie. That's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, so uh, we're all fucked, and 
There's no help coming from above. Like you said, the government has... Congress has said they're not going to extend the $600 a, a week for unemployed people. That's not happening. There's probably going to not be any more... Uh, uh, what do you call it? No foreclosures and no evictions. Uh, that'll put 28 million people out on the streets. And at that point... Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, and... If you want these the, the protests to start back up and with with literally reckless abandon, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, I mean, when you're homeless, like <laughs> don't some people like commit crimes so they can go to jail and have some place to sleep? Like, holy shit! Yep, and get health care. People are there are homeless people who are committing crimes just to get health care when they're sick. Jeez. Oh, at this point, committing a crime is a good way to get COVID because you'll just be in the, in the prison with eight hundred people have COVID. Ah, right. Yeah, but also you you might be. You might die, and that could be the ultimate yeah. release. That's true. God damn, so. those people lose to death. Well, and there's other stuff too, like, did you see that in Portland, there are unmarked, like, cops grab people off the street? I heard, shuttling along? I heard yeah. this from Bernie Sanders, yeah. Yeah, it's getting pretty crazy, man. Like, dudes in military gear with no insignia are jumping out of unmarked vans and dragging protesters inside and then just driving off into the night. What the fuck? So far, no one's been killed, as far as we know, or not come back. They're, but they're keeping them in undisclosed locations uh, overnight, sometimes two days before they release them, with no uh, you know, food or water or access to a, a phone. It's completely against all of the things we're supposed to stand for as America. You know, civil liberties. You throw those out the door. Yeah. No one cares right to protest, anymore. all that stuff. Just gone, <sighs> as soon as it inconveniences these people. And but don't worry, everybody, because I saw earlier we're all good because Hillary Clinton's gonna be talking with Lin Manuel Miranda. They're gonna solve this whole COVID oh, thing. Oh, oh wow! I've been waiting for that. Honestly, <laughs> I have a calendar. I have a calendar counting other days till my my boys HC and LMM sit down together and have a good talk. I've, I've been eagerly awaiting this. Oh god, I I just can't wait for what cringy rap thing fucking Hillary's gonna say now. Jesus Christ. I don't want it. And now that Hamilton hit Disney Plus and poor people get to see it now, it's just like Woo! I shouldn't say I shouldn't even say poor. Actually regular to like average to poor people get to see it now. Uh people are like, this is the most transcendent media I've ever seen. <laughs> this is what this is what all movies and musicals should aspire to be. And I'm like, yeah, and they're like, it's it's awesome because it's diverse. And I'm like, yeah, but it's diverse, but it's a, about people who own slaves and being played by black people, but it doesn't really cancel anything out. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of just is weird. And Lin Manuel Miranda just had an obsession with Alexander Hamilton from a paper he wrote when he was in fifth grade, and we're supposed to just be like, "Well, this is awesome." And the music, the music is good, of course. Who cares? He's a talented guy, but who cares? The message is terrible. I think the rap is fucking corny as shit. I mean, it, but because you don't respect stage rap at all, like you have to understand. It's like. When you rap, it's like Sugar Hill Gang level shit, though. That's the thing, but when you rap whoa, whoa. in a musical Sugar Hill for Gang a is great. crowd of people who probably have never heard rap before, they have to be able to understand every single word because they're not going to hear it back. They're never going to be yeah, able to replay the track. There. So you have to like really enunciate. And like sta stage rap is very, very hard to do. And it doesn't sound as good as other rap, obviously, but it is Cover very, exactly, it's very understandable on first glance, which is what people who are seeing stage plays need. Yeah. Cover them in corny Astro Glide, slide them on down the rap hole, and so yeah. But also, it's li it's whitewashing history. It's white washing white people out of history and replacing them with black people, but not changing what actually happened, though, right? Like yeah. those, you're trying to put a friendly, diverse face on the cruel bourgeois slave owners. Like it's it's disgusting. I've never it every time every time. He's had to explain it. It's always the questions are always being asked softball, and he's just like, you know what, diversity, and they're like, you're right, LMM. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Hamilton would have um, benefited from one of a one of those alternate history kind of things. That would have been yeah. cool. 
That'd have been fun. Like where we, instead of electing a secretary of the treasury, we abolish the treasury and burn all money. Yeah. Pretty good idea. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the alternate history that would allow Africa to colonize America before the Europeans. And all I can come up with is Vibranium and Wakanda. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Damn it. You gotta go straight up sci-fi with this shit. Mm. It's just material conditions is how it, all, how it all shook out, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's like that, uh, there's a DLC for the game uh, Crusader Kings 2 where it was like alt history, like the Mayans invade Europe. Yeah. Which would be incredible. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm sure, and I'm fantastic. sure everyone, all the discourse around it was very kosher. I think that one was mostly okay because people were like, "That's just that's just funny. That's just outlandish fantasy bullshit." You know, if it had been like Europeans get to America and or not Americans, sorry, Europeans, and they lose against Native Americans, that might have been some. That might have been a bigger issue. Yeah. But you could actually in that game, if it's really funny, you could play as Native American. Not in that game, but in Europa, Europa Universalis Four. Yeah. With enough DLC, you could play as Native Americans, right? And it's so funny. You get you get a Native American nation and you change their religion to Islam and that gets you access to Islamic tech trees and then you can take over America as like the Cherokee, but you're Muslim. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Shit, that's in depth. It makes <laughs> zero sense, but it's so good. Hey, why not? Anyways. So Joe Biden is still alive. What? Yeah, just all of a sudden, I've just I've I've been hearing this weird amount of support for Joe Biden out of nowhere, and I'm just like, is there a president thing happening soon? I don't. It's not on my radar at all. Well, he's running for president, as we know. Somehow, the election is still happening. Yeah. And right now, he is winning against Trump in the polls. Of course, Hillary was winning against Trump in the polls as well in 2016. And also, that was a normal year where regular things were happening. Yeah. And not plague hours. But uh, he has a 26% approval rating with young voters, which is, oh boy, that's in the toilet. Mm. That's just not good. But apparently, How does Joe DNC, Biden not have the young vote? I know, right? <laughs> young people love was... Trump all of a sudden? Yeah. <laughs> What is their age range on the young vote? 18 to like 24 it's or something? 18 to 29, yeah. Okay, whoa, 29. Oh, nice. Not young anymore, baby. <laughs> well, at the DNC in a month or so, they're going to have some speakers, right? Like they usually do. And one of them, they're saying now, is going to be John Kasich. I thought you were going to say John Grisham for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty interesting. But do y'all, do y'all remember John Kasich? I don't remember no. John Kasich. He ran for president in 2016 as a Republican because he is a Republican. He's a governor of Ohio. Mostly known for the fact that his his campaign was entirely fake. It was just a way for him to eat lots of sandwiches and food. And, what uh, the he fuck? Sure I, doing it. You can eat sandwiches I mean, as governor? The fuck? I mean, I've... That's a pretty good grift right there. Right? I'll do that. Hell, I'll do uh, that. He uh he's well known for his many 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 pictures of him eating food extremely enthusiastically as you saw oh, Lord. that picture I posted earlier. Oh, no. oh that's a, what's a good yeah, because it's, it's important now. <laughs> like as president or a presidential candidate, you're supposed to eat the local food wherever you go. Like go to a town, eat the diner's special sandwich. You get a picture taken, and unlike most candidates who would have taken one bite for a picture, maybe eat a couple. Yeah, the whole time. Like, a piece of cameras. John Kasich devoured all the food. That's what I would know. do. A man of my heart. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like, hey, Seth, you actually have to go to the convention center to do a little bit of uh, speech real quick. I'm like, sorry, I'm halfway through this pulled pork sandwich and I'm, I'm not letting it go. Uh, I cannot eat and walk. I will spill this all over myself. Yeah. No if sir. I can Postmates the next restaurant to the, to the convention center, I'll do it, but... Other than that, no thanks. Screw that. I, I would get in. sauce all over my fucking suit. Then I, I'd buy, like, yeah. I don't know, whatever, like, hot dog weenie mascot they have, and I'd wear that to the next meeting. Yeah. They call you Sauce Suit Marcus. Hey, they'll never forget me. They'll never forget it. <laughs> I mean, how many, how many of us forgot the rent was too damn high guy? We did. Because <laughs> yeah. he said a funny thing, and he had crazy facial hair. And he was right. Rent's too damn high. It is. Still is. And he said that a long time ago, back when, I mean, rent was still high. Who could forget uh, Vermin Supreme? Vermin, oh, that, that's my boy right there. Uh, 
But uh, so John Kasich is a Republican. Yes. And he, they want him to speak at the DNC, which I, he, a lot of people, well, there's some people who are like, oh, no, a Republican speaking at the DNC. Some people are like, yes, a Republican speaking at the DNC. We're going to get him. We're going to bring him together. We're going we're gonna to beat Trump with the moderate Republicans. Never going to happen in a million fucking years. And, uh, but my thing is, uh, I just don't give a fuck. Like, Joe Biden is basically a Republican, so I don't care. Yeah, like I said, the, the, the two candidates this time don't speak for anyone in America. And it's, I don't know, it's just disgusting that it got to the point where they're, they're the only two people you can vote for. And yeah, people, everyone on Twitter is like, oh, if you don't vote, then, or if you vote for no one, or if you write in some name, then it's your fault when we have Trump again. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't understand. I don't want Biden either. Yeah. I'm not a Trump supporter. I don't want either of them. And I didn't. I campaigned for Bernie for so long. Yeah. And, and you guys didn't want him, so. Right. Even though he's literally, literally the only person trying to actively help people. Yeah. Fuck it. Bernie Sanders, as I, as I said, was the candidate to save capitalism. You chose bloodshed yeah. early, so here we go. Uh, I, I'm going to make a prediction right here on this podcast. Been called shot right now. All right. Mark the fucking day, mark the hour, and the minute, and the second. Seven. Joe Biden will pick Condoleezza Rice for vice president. Oh. Really. Yep. You think so? Black woman and Republican. He hits two of his pledges and gets Republican on the, on the ticket. He's going to think he's going to crush it with moderate Republicans. Oh, no. Guaranteed. Yeah. Oh, shit. No. Oh. Yeah. I hate I how much sense this makes. Uh. Yeah. I don't like this. <laughs> Ever since he took it away from Stacey Abrams and Kamala Harris, I guess that might be his. His only just only choice. We only have so many black women in politics um, because you know we live in a nightmare nightmare village. Um, so yeah, and he wants a Republican, which is terrible. <laughs> really weird. It's a strange. Yeah. It would not happen in normal circumstances. It's like what if at the Super Bowl the Cowboys were like, we want one of the Steelers players to look at our playbook. <laughs> That's what we want. <laughs> it's like why? <laughs> what do you get out of this? Yeah, it's it's a really stupid idea. It's gonna it's gonna really fuck things up for. Well, it's gonna lose anyways, probably. So, mm. it, I mean, I do think that Joe Biden has a better chance of winning than before the coronavirus. Yes, cause I do Trump's, think this has really helped his chances. It's been such a bad response, but I also think that this is no matter what happens, this is not gonna be a legitimate election. There is no fucking way. No, no, no way. This is gonna be. I mean, either insanely low. Turnout or completely rigged? More rigged than usual, I think, probably. Yeah. Oh, and we should mention something here happened in Georgia news. Uh, John Lewis died. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <sighs> Rest in peace. A lot, of, a lot of people will line up to suck John Lewis's dick. Uh, I won't do that because uh, in his later years, he's turned into a neoliberal shill for sure. And was against Bernie Sanders and all that kind of stuff, and and he said we should, he said that when the police cracked his skull, he said thank you, officer. Oh, I, I, mm-hmm. wait a minute! But hey, hey, you're not grading this guy on the Georgia curve. It's true. <laughs> it's very true. On the Georgia curve, I, I put John Lewis at a Mother Teresa. Uh, that's kind of <laughs> what I have him right now. <laughs> we have produced some stinkers. Yeah, we don't have as much of a curve as like Florida or Alabama, but we have mm. a hell of a curve. We, we have Jimmy Carter there. She's helping out a little bit. He's our yeah. one president. He did he did some shitty stuff in office, but after presidency, he was pretty good. Do you remember <laughs> when Jimmy Carter had to give up his peanut farm to run for president? Yes. And um, we don't make Trump give up anything? Nope. Anybody. Yeah. None of these businessmen have to give up anything. I mean, remember when uh, Herman Cain, when he was running, he didn't even get the nomination. He was just running and he had to give up all his shares in Godfather's Pizza or whatever the fuck he owned. Yeah, but just and now Trump gets used to own all these all this shit he already owned. No conflict of interest at all. I'm like, what are the rules changed in eight years? Yeah. Well, what's funny is that, that George W. Bush did the same thing, but right, he put it in a blind trust. He said, oh, "I won't have any dealings with my fucking thing," but he did still. Clinton's did the same thing. 
It's just like that Trump is exceptional because he's the one guy who wouldn't just play ball and just say no. He had to be like, no, I'm going to, I'll keep doing it. Fuck you. And literally step on the toes of everyone who has his back, which is hilarious. Can you do a W impression? No, that was not a W impression. I was like, can you do a W impression? Ooh. Oh my God. Marcus, you got one in here? Uh, no, no, I don't. <laughs> I see you here. Uh, I see you here. Uh, my, my fellow Americans. No, that's nothing. That's nothing. Christian Bale and Batman? <laughs> my, fel- my fellow Americans? No. I, got, uh, I can't do a Texas uh, accent. W is a hard one. I can't do that one. Uh, it's tough. But, I was here, you're Obama. No, I mean, I can, I guess, but... I mean, everyone can do an Obama. It's super fucking It's pretty. Simple. It's just the way you talk. It's just the way you say the words. I mean, how you sound. Yeah. Oh, this is his diction. Like, he doesn't really have a, too much of an accent. Yeah. It's just how he says it. Right. But I will say this. Um, Donald Trump is the most American president of all time. Oh, he yeah. embodies our values perfectly. Oh. He embodies he does... a good amount of people. Like, weirdly enough, a lot of people you meet, like... And people who I didn't even really know were this bad until Trump ran for president... He embodies so many of them so well. I mean, we talked about the anti-maskers at the beginning. Almost every anti-masker also has, like, some Trump shit going on. Like, it's just this weird core of America that was just sleeping for years, I guess. And then once they had their candidate, they are out in droves. It is weird. Yeah. Yeah, I think that Trump... Uh, he deserves to be president. Because... Uh, he's American as fuck, and he embodies all the shitty, horrible, awful shit we do. So let him have it. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. It, it has definitely made other countries look at a, look down on us a lot more than they used to, which they probably should have been the whole time. Um, well, I think what's going to happen as a result of Trump and coronavirus is that we're going to sh- the world's going to become multipolar. Before it was unipolar. America was at t- was at the top. Before that, it was America and the Soviet Union, and now then it was America, and whatever the fuck you did, you had to consider America in your in your goals. And now I think it's going to shift around to a bunch of fucking countries. America will still be up there, but I mean, how can we come back from I mean, when the world looks and sees how shitty we handle the coronavirus in our own fucking borders? How can we possibly ever take us seriously again? I think that the international uh, language of business should be changed to old school Chinese and you're not allowed to have a translator. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you will see America's GDP fall in minutes. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you also see that, that fucking shit that burned down in San Diego? No. That baby bitch carrier? That uh, little half-size little snicker bar carrier? No. Goddamn $1.5 billion ship burned to down. There's that many snicker bars in it? Yeah, a lot of shit, dude. Fucking what's that guy from earlier? John Rankin, he'd go ham in there. What was his name? John John Casey. John Casey, he would go ham in that thing. Not the snooker. <laughs> and they'd be like, the ship's going down. And he's like, I don't, I really don't care. This, this is the best thing ever. Oh, so I die. But uh, yeah, man, this ship burned down and. I mean, they couldn't stop it. They, they, our Navy couldn't stop one of their own fucking ships in harbor from burning down to nothing, I mean, basically. what do you think? They're around a plentiful resource that can put out fires? <laughs> Come on, dummy. And apparently it was loaded up with toxic shit because people around it started getting sick with, like, headaches and throwing up and, like, bleeding from their fucking orifices oh, and shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty fucking bad around there. Yeah, and they weren't satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> They're not them when they're hungry. <laughs> they're, not, they're not themselves when they're hungry. <laughs> Awful. Um, I mean, what else can you say than that? <laughs> you're not you and you're hungry. I mean, you said um, you hit it. Nail but on like, the head. It reminds me of... So you know how, like, was it... Oh my god. How how, how many years ago was it that Chernobyl was on TV? On t- it was last year. Last year. Okay, so... <laughs> years ago? <laughs> I mean, so, you know, I mean, yeah. well, Chernobyl was this show, right? And we all learned about the fucking, uh, what happened and the nuclear reactor and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, but here's the thing. Did you guys know that Chernobyl wasn't even the worst industrial disaster in history? Really? Oh, well, yeah. the worst. <clears throat> the, I want to say this very wrong. 
uh, Bhopal disaster in India when a chemical plant exploded and it killed like 20,000 people. And they didn't just like die of like like slowly from radiation poisoning. They died quickly as their skin melted off their fucking bones Ooh. and shit. It released some kind of horrible chemical that just like I mean just killed ton- and I mean way more people went blind. They fucking like couldn't breathe anymore. And it just like uh, we, here's the thing we don't learn about that. That that's not told to us. It's, we get to learn about Chernobyl instead. Oh, it, it was it was methyl isocyanate. Uh, from an insecticide plant from the Union, Union Carbide Corporation and just killed just thousands of people. It was awful. Wow. You'll hear about that one on the fucking... That would be a big, big, big budget TV show, does it? Yeah. So why do you think that is? Because they're not white? <laughs> I think... I think that, but I also think that it's because that was done under capitalism. So mm. that is not important. That's a good point. Yeah, we always highlight socialist this, disaster. The big time that you know a, a socialist country had a disaster, which wasn't directly tied to socialism. And one of the reasons they were able to recover from it was because of socialism. But you know, whatever. It's a double stand. You know, if, if the USSR did something, we'll, we'll talk about how bad it was, but never mention the way we did the same thing. Yeah. That's like, how it is all the time. Uh, like, one of Stalin's favorite things to say to anyone that criticized human rights uh, in the Soviet Union, especially if they were American, is, well, you're still lynching black people over there, so don't talk to me yeah. about Damn. this shit. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it's like that thing I, where, like, growing up post-9-11, I'm not sure we, we all experienced this. It was, like, I'm not sure what the exact time frame is. We'll say, like, the first, like, seven or eight years, or maybe not even that long, maybe six, seven years after 9-11, we were, like, all right, we're going in, we're the good guys, we're saving the world, cool, cool, cool. And then, at least, you know, if you keep up with stuff. And then, like, right after that, we realized, oh, wait, we're just the bad guys again. Like, it's just all of your expectations, all this, like, rah-rah America bullshit just goes down the drain when you realize, no, we're out there, we're waterboarding people, we're fucking pulling their fingers off in front of their families and doing all this shit. It's like, we're just as bad. Like, there's no good guy or bad guy here. It's just like... America has perpetually been a bad guy, and then all once that once you once that illusion got broken for all of us about Iraq and about nine eleven and all that, that's when we realized you know everything's been shit, and we just try to gas ourselves up in history books. Mm. Jeez, I mean, remember how much you heard about like how evil the Muslims were and jihad and all kind of stuff, and it's just like. And there was all this like 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 crazy insanity Americans went through. Like, this fervor of like oh, we had to be prepared to go fight them or whatever. And then what the fuck ever happened after nine eleven? One thing happened, and and it currently coronavirus has killed eleven nine elevens or some shit like that like that like even more than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and everyone's just calmly accepting that, but no, we get one horrible like you know attack, and we have to change our entire you know lives and world yeah. and demonize a billion people. Yeah, and it's crazy because all the people who are like, oh, we're just you know what, we're done with coronavirus. We're about to go back. We're going to go back outside. We're going to have Fourth of July. We're going to go to the beach and all this stuff. They all have coronavirus now. <laughs> like Florida, Florida had five. I think it was like they've had five single days where they've had ten thousand cases reported. Yeah, in a day. In like the past like two weeks, like it's there. It's not nobody is trying to fake you out here. You're not smarter than us because you're going outside without a mask on. And yeah. I mean, if you've seen the videos on on Fourth of July, and even still, there are crowds of people at beaches, no masks in sight, right. and it's just yeah. like, what do you get out of this? Coronavirus. That's what you get. You know what I didn't know about? Apparently, there's a fucking documentary called Plandemic. Oh, God. And, like, I, I didn't know about that until today. And I was like, what the shit? And there's, like, some, like, doctor woman talking about how she got arrested because she found the truth and shit. I haven't, like, watched any more of it, but I'm like, holy shit, this, this is a huge-ass conspiracy theory. What the fuck? Yeah, it's just right-wing bullshit that's trying to, like, convince you that coronavirus is, like, a government operation or something plandemic is a 26 minute conspiracy theory video <laughs> a documentary so yeah. feature documentary of course um published on may fucking... 4th this sounds yeah dumb yeah 
I, I feel like I need to watch it, but I feel like I'll also lose about half my brain yeah. cells doing it's so. Like, I tried watching that the Flat Earth documentary that Netflix did, where in the fucking documentary, the Flat Earthers proved themselves wrong. <laughs> but I couldn't even get past the. I, I tried to watch it the first, like, ten minutes or so. I'm like, I can't do this. These people are, like, way out of their fucking minds. Oh, man. Wait, wait, I have important news yes. to all of our listeners. Oh, yes, Everyone needs to hear this. Seth, you've heard it, but Marcus, do you remember the movie The Lord of the Rings? Yes. Remember the part when they when the when the hobbits have been stolen by the orcs and they're running after them and Aragorn says, Legolas, what do your elf eyes see? Right. And Legolas looks and he sees where the hobbits are, right? Uh-huh. And you're like, how did he do that? And obviously the answer is elf bullshit. But <laughs> it is it is not the kind of elf bullshit that you think it is, Marcus. Oh, is it? Because here's the funny thing. Middle Earth is round, but not for elves. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? I did some deep dive, because someone told me this, I didn't believe them. They did, I did some deep diving into the lore of Lord of the Rings. And there are these guys that, that are like angels who sing the universe into existence in Lord of the Rings. Uh-huh. And there's this one douchebag named Melkor who don't want to sing the song right. And so he is the enemy of all the other guys. And he's like, it's so funny. He like comes in, fucks the world up. They cast him out and he comes back. I'm like, can you not... Can you not build up a cage to put him in? What are you doing? Well, at one point, he attacked the world, and his he, he, he changed Middle-earth from being flat to round. That was his attack, as he changed the shape of the planet. So wait, it was originally flat? Yes. Oh, boy. All but... Right. But elves hear the song differently than everybody else, so to them, the world is still flat, and therefore they can see forever. Oh, okay. There's no limit to their vision. All right. <laughs> and that's why elves can sail west to the Greylands and live forever, but no one else can, because we sail in a curve, but they sail straight, and they still get there. What the shit? Yeah, J.R.R. Tolkien was smoking Primo Ganja back in the day. That's how he thought all this shit in the fucking Necronomicon or whatever that shit's called. So my question to Flat Earthers is, why ain't you got elf eyes? (laughs) Or at least elf ears. Come on, man. Sumerillion. (laughs) I gonna sing the song, right? (laughs) Oh, man. Ugh. Why? Yeah, I mean, it's like I'm all for plenty of conspiracy theories. I think there's a lot of shit other people just don't believe is true, but some things are just a little too much. Because like, here's the thing: if I don't see who stands to gain anything from it, I have a hard time believing it. You know? Right. Wait, Seth. But what about the the ice wall and all the resources beyond it? The government is hiding from us. All right. I asked the elf about it, and he says it's not real. <laughs> and my thing is, okay, okay, okay. Let's assume the world is flat. Let's assume there's an ice wall, and on the other side is like tons of gold and iron and minerals or whatever. Oh. Why would they keep that secret? They would be sending your ass there right now to yeah. mine that shit. That would be Marcus's <laughs> new job. Right. <laughs> the ship. There's no Snickers on it, sadly. Uh, but Marcus finds a Snicker anyway. I'll buy all the Snickers when I'm done mining. <laughs> Just Marcus standing on a fucking uh, an iceberg made of gold with a pickaxe. <laughs> Just <laughs> all that Minecraft was worth it. Mm. <laughs> yep, dink, dink, dink. Uh-huh. Exactly. So yeah, conspiracy theories. Like at this point, uh, Jeffrey Epstein did kill himself is a conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone knows the truth. Yeah. Oh, uh, and also, Jislaine uh, Maxwell has been apprehended and a the son of a a court justice who was gonna who was gonna preside over the jeffrey epstein money laundering trials was murdered oh yeah uh, today two days after she got the assignment to be on the case wasn't her husband also killed in that attack i actually don't know i only only heard about the son i don't know if i heard her husband was wounded that's what i okay yeah he was just a fedex driver the assassin yeah but um that's uh, totally random. 
Yeah. It could have happened to anybody. Well, they say, this judge, she specializes in, like, financial crimes type stuff. So it could have been anybody. It just happened to come two days after she got the assignment. Yeah. Oh, also, if it could have been anybody, how about we find out who the fuck it was then? How about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. It's like, the, it's like when the journalists who, who released the Panama Papers got blown up in Malta uh, by a car bomb, and they were just like, oh, yeah, it was the Malta Mafia. Also, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't Jesse Maxwell missing? Yeah, for like ever since Jeffrey Epstein. So, how, shouldn't the bigger news have been that we found her? Where was she? I didn't even hear this part. New Hampshire, I believe. Was where she was captured. I mean, I guess it's a good place to hide. Who the fuck knows where New Hampshire is? <laughs> I can't point that shit on the map. Well, from what the FBI says, they've been sitting on her for like nine months knowing that she was there but hadn't moved yet, right? Yeah. I don't know why not, but they didn't, and she's just been sitting around, you know, in hiding, basically. And by the way, I don't believe they actually have Ghislaine Maxwell. Really? I have not seen one single solitary picture of her That's true. We in custody. Seen true. The only time we know that she, she actually has been apprehended is that she spoke at one point to say, huh, what? On a Skype call with the FBI and the judge. No video, just her voice. Oh, that's not suspicious at all. So I don't believe it. I, I don't. I, I mean, maybe I maybe I believe it, but something's gonna happen there. That's too fucking much. So let's say they do have her, though. What do we think is gonna happen this time? COVID. Yeah. Oh, you think she's gonna <laughs> it's a great scapegoat of COVID. Yeah. It's everywhere. Oh yeah, no, yeah. she caught. Maybe that's maybe that's why they apprehended her. Now they're like, we're just gonna put her in a cell, get her exposed a little, little tiny bit of COVID. <laughs> Sprinkle some COVID in herself, oh, and then let it do the work. What if we and find out that Ghislaine Maxwell has the best immune system in the world, <laughs> and she is immune to coronavirus? Asymptomatic. No, they'll be like, "Sorry, we actually had to make a cure, so we had to kill her. <laughs> we had to. It's the only way to make a cure. We needed her bone marrow. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, sorry, guys. Oh man. Okay, guys, I got it. Here's our, here's our spy thriller movie. All right, Ghislaine Maxwell is in prison. She's been infected with COVID-19, but she's the one person who's immune. There are two factions. The government wants to kill her because she's going to reveal all the pedophiles if she lives. There's three factions. There's a second <laughs> faction that wants to harvest her bone marrow for COVID-19 immunity. And then there's the intrepid pedophile hunters who have to save Ghislaine Maxwell so she can testify in court and bring down the pedophile ring. Jesus. The Sounds like Last of Us with extra steps. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> that's my idea for a. Uh, uh, oh, by the way, TM copyright. That's all Richard did. Millennials podcast entertainment uh, LLC. Which definitely uh, exists. Yeah. I would watch that movie I'll, though. I'll Jesus. start pending the script now. Interior day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just just laying stands at the window. Yeah. Looks out the window. Cigarette in hand. Yep. Her face is forlorn. Yep. Anyways, <laughs> I think there actually is a hitman level where you kill like like pedophiles or whatever, and there is one that's supposed to be like Ghislaine Maxwell. Really? Which is pretty funny. Mm. Um, so I guess to get away from serious stuff for a minute here, folks, what's everybody uh, what's everybody been like playing or enjoying in their lives? Uh, quarantine has upped my finishing video game rate by a lot. Mm. Uh, last year, I probably played to completion maybe three video games. In the past, a little over two weeks, I've beaten God of War, Doom, Doom Eternal, uh, Last of Us 2, and I'm currently deep into Hollow Knight, which I'm having a great time <sighs> You like Hollow Knight, Marcus? Yes, I, I have been playing Hollow Knight. I beat it. I'm playing it again for additional endings. Are you doing 112%? Eh, probably not. It I'll is probably... very difficult. Oh, I, I believe it. Jesus. I got the first original ending. I'm in the uh, White Palace right now, so... Okay, no spoilies. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can play anything else, Marcus? Uh, Monster Hunter, Dead by Daylight, freaking... Oh, I'm, just... I'm thinking about, because... Because it seems like a lot of the games that are popping up on Steam are also coming up on 
<laughs> Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Corporate shell. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Any, anybody playing Ghost of Tsushima? Anybody playing that? I actually downloaded that today. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Um, Should stream that shit. Because I played The Last of Us Part 2, and then I'm currently about halfway through Uncharted 4, beating that again, so I wanted to get more Naughty Dog stuff. And then I'm going to alternate between playing Ghost of Tsushima and finally beating Persona 5. Are you playing Royal? Yeah. Okay. I played like half of Persona 5, and I'm not a big JRPG guy, but I did think it was fun, but it just got to a very tedious level. But I am thinking of going back into Persona 5. I mean, you do have to go to school in that game, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to actually learn. I've met some idiots who play that game. Yeah, if, I was on the go, um, if I wanted to go to school in the game, I'd play Bully. All right? Sheesh. But yeah, um, Ghost of Tsushima is actually pretty interesting. I just, I'm, not, I'm not sure if I'm going to play it. I've been watching some streams of it. Um, but the one interesting thing about it is there's a mode in the game called Kurosawa Mode. Where it turns the game into black and white, and it reverts all the uh, voice actors to their Japanese and subtitles. Um, and they actually got permission from Kurosawa's estate, and they had to like they worked with them over time to to get approval for this mode to be called Kurosawa mode and everything. And I thought that was pretty cool. It, it has not been well received. The Kurosawa mode. Yeah, cool. because the graphics on it don't look that great. They didn't do enough work putting color grading into it, so it's like it's too harsh. Why would you that grade the colors? Work. They're all black and white. <laughs> it makes it hard to see certain things that you need to see in the game, like for stealth sections yeah. and even for fighting. And then also, there's a presumption of like an American or whatever studio. They're not they're not Japanese, like calling it Kurosawa mode. It's the guys that made Infamous. Yeah, so yeah this yeah. is their game. But I, I read an article about mm. how they worked with the Kurosawa family and everything to get get the rights for that. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely interesting. It's it's basically just like Assassin's Creed, but in Japan. Yeah, there's and like so, no HUD. You just like follow the the, the wind, and <laughs> yeah, it's like the whole game. It seems pretty cool. Yeah, like, yeah, the actual yeah. gameplay looks cool. Yeah, it looks cool. So. I, don't care about the story, which is about... Actually, I found out it's about the Mongol invasion of Japan, yeah. which is a very interesting time period, though. But here's a question for you for you boys. Did y'all hear anything about this game before it came out? Okay, so... Nope. I remember at E3, I guess it was last year, they did this big presentation. Like this, all this these incredible music, great like um, cinematic everything. For this game. And the only thing I remembered about it was that it was about Samurai. I did not know the name of the game. Never cared to remember it or anything. And then literally two weeks two weeks before it came out. So like it came out like last Friday. I was watching this streamer who was like, oh yeah, in a couple weeks I'm going to be streaming Ghost of Tsushima. I'm so excited for it. I'm like, what, what, what is this game? I've never heard of it before. And then I was like, oh, it's a game made by like a really big studio and it's gonna be the, ne- the bit next big playstation game after last of us and i just had no i had no idea what was happening yeah i i, I got it confused with that other game tokyo ghostwire because it's like japanese word ghost is in there i don't fucking know and so yeah i remember that trailer like you said seth and then nothing until like it came out and people were like talking about how shitty the black and white mode was also the logo for the game like the logo of the game looks so like like almost modern, like and, yeah. and tech to me. I thought it was gonna be an Assassin's Creed type game where you were like a samurai who had all this cool tech that all the samurais didn't have, and you were like trying to overcome the Mongol invasion or something like that. Like, and you were like a futuristic samurai, but no, it's just the regular, which is cool. But the logo yeah. is very, very strange to me because of that. It looks like modern tactical, like. Like a logo for like some company that like makes like uh, knockoff Oakleys or something like that would have yeah. this logo. So I was, I was confused by that, but I mean, hey, I hope it's fun. I might play it someday. Yeah, it looks fun, and that's why I got I'm, some friends of mine said it was good, so I decided to pick it up because you know I like I like Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. Figure I try another one. Yeah, probably this like kind of has the the vibe of like Assassin's Creed like two and three, like a little bit like better than one, but didn't quite have all this new like, stuff they do with Odyssey, where it's like. You know, stats and combat, like, all this stuff. Um, well, like, I mean, you do get gear in this game, you but it's not gear. like it is in uh, Odyssey, where yeah. it's, like, all gear, there's levels and shit you gotta worry about. Oh, speaking of Assassin's Creed, people are 
losing their shit because you can play as a female Viking in the new Assassin's Creed oh, game. Why? <laughs> and they're like, that's not historically accurate. It actually is, though. And it doesn't matter if it is. It's yeah. a video game where you <laughs> you're like in a a t- uh, you're in like what a water tank and you can relive the memories of some other guy. I'm, the all of the like modern day like tech parts of Assassin's Creed bore the hell out of me. They are entirely unneeded. You can just make the game about the assassin and not worry about all this animus bullshit. Yes, please. I'm so sick of that animus. I'm like, the game is fun. The, the part where you play the game is fun. The part where you watch some other guy do some shit in a, a white sterile room is not fun at all. I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I never got that. I mean, I feel like they should go back and forth. If they're forcing the story on us, make the animus like part as fun as the other game. Like, the yeah. actual game. If you do that, I will have no complaints about it. I like the the modern day plot thing in like Assassin's Creed 1 and 2 and in sequels. By the time I got to 3, I was like, alright, this is where I'm thin. And then after 3, you're like, who the f- I'm just some random employee at a game company and yeah. I'm reading the memories of a pirate? Like, what the fuck exactly. is happening? When I played 4, I was like, this is extraneous. You could cut all this out and I will not- I'm not gonna sit here and be like, uh, where's the animus at? Why did no one bring in the animus in this game? What are you talking- this game sucks. Like, I'm not gonna be that guy. But someone's going to be that guy. (laughs) Black Flag is a fucking fun game. And the animus parts are bullshit. Yeah. You're you're at the first person walking around and shit. It's like, what is going on right now? Why am I here? I don't know. Uh, Let me see here. I also bought the Nathan Drake collection. Hell yeah. I'm replay Uncharted 2. (laughs) Yeah. I replayed all three of those when I bought that. And it's such a a good ride. Wait, it only has three other games? Yeah, the first the, the the three that were on PS3 were um, ported over to PlayStation Four. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was released I around s- the time Uncharted Four came out. Mm-hmm. I still don't think that Uncharted One is that good of a game, but in my opinion, Two belongs yeah. way way up there in terms of like greatest games of all time. <laughs> like, it's so much fucking fun. Yeah, Assassin, I mean, Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed <laughs> Two is also one of my favorites, but Uncharted Two was. I think it was one of the, probably the first game I played all the way through on PlayStation Three, and it was like really important to me. It was like a great fucking game, and it was I kind of combined all this because I love Indiana Jones movies and I just love adventure movies. And, you know, things where like the shooting isn't necessarily the most serious part of the game. You can kind of just bumble your way through scenes, kind of like you know an action star would. And then you, it was it was so cool, and the the story was crazy. And I really, I really loved it for that. And I love, I love all the Uncharted games. The first one's rough, but it's still a fun game. I mean, it was, it was basically the, it was the first one. It was yeah, their it was proof of concept. After a dra- after a Crash Bandicoot, that was their first game, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm also, uh, I got bit by the uh, Minecraft bug again. Started getting into that a little oh, bit, yeah. playing around some mods. Oh. Yeah, I was playing on a modded Spooner. server for a while. I mean, my friends kind of, we're taking a break for now because we kind of ran out of stuff to do. Yeah, but I've also been enjoying the show uh, Doom Patrol season I'm, two. I'm currently making my way through season one. Mm-hmm. I know that the first season has an, a strange number of episodes. It's fifteen. That's that's a weird, weird. area to be okay. in for a season of television. It's like between the modern day, in my opinion, eight to ten to twelve, and then like twenty four of the old days, but. I uh, I'm really liking uh, Doom Patrol season two. I can't stress enough to people how it just gets better with every episode. Just gets funnier and also more devastating than the last episode in terms of like the shit the characters go through and the payoff for things they set up before. There's an episode this season called uh, Sex Patrol, which has probably the greatest fucking series of jokes. I've seen in a long time in a non-comedy show. Finally get sexy. <laughs> it's a very non-sexy show for the most part yeah. because all the characters are fucked up, you know, weirdos. Uh, this episode is also not very sexy, but <laughs> it's very funny. But then you got that smoke show that is modern day Brendan Fraser just coming in every couple episodes and really turning them on. Brendan Fraser, listen. <laughs> 
recently. He he got hurt. He went through some fucking shit. You know, it's a rough time in real life. Yeah, mm. what been afraid in real life? Oh, the, he, like, he, oh he, he was in that movie, The Mummy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was the he mummy. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, he like he like he like broke his back working on one of those mummy movies. Oh, jeez. Really. Yeah. Like he, or he had like like degenerative disc syndrome because uh, he used to do his own stunts. So I guess he gets traumatized every time he sees the, the title Looney Tunes back in action. <laughs> he, he was also he was also sexually assaulted at one point. Really? Oh shit! I think by the same guy that assaulted Terry Crews actually. What really? the fuck? Uh, What's his name? Yeah, the same producer, Adam Bennett. Is that the name? Of the I think so. Yeah. First off, Terry That's Crews probably should have just squashed that dude. Like, period. Nah, man, you didn't see his response. That's 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 not what. No, no, we got we got a. Uh, he's gonna sue him in court and win. No, no, no need to get physical with the guy. I mean, yeah. screw that. Yeah, we Terry Crews is an unfortunate uh, character right now. Centrist for sure. Yeah. Uh, it hurts. It hurts. Yeah. But Brandon Fraser, as far as I know, is a, is a, is a, a decent human being. He just had a rough run of luck uh, in life, and uh, kind of ended up a little bit messed up because of it. But you know, he seems all right. He does a good job. Happy go lucky, Doom Patrol. <laughs> I mean, he's good at Robot Man, in my opinion. He he's is. fantastic. He's very good. I wish uh, it was him of... in the suit, though. I wish it was him going around being a robot. He's so cool. Hell, the guy that does negative or whatever his fucking name is, Mission Robot, and Larry Trainer, he doesn't even do his own in in costume stuff. Really? Yeah. So they just fucking but, they just make a paycheck, just sitting at home, sending in voicemails. <laughs> but I I I guess to be fair, they did hire two guys who are trained body actors to do it, like because their body motions had to be good, you know, and not everybody can do that. So I wait guess. a minute, I got an idea. Future movie tech. If we can get people who are great body actors, people who are great face actors, and superimpose them on each oh other, Lord. we can make the perfect actor. Deep fakes. We get deep fake. Like if you could deep fake like Brad Pitt onto what's that guy's name? Doug Jones, not the rapist yeah. senator, but the actor. <laughs> Put yeah. those two together. You made the best actor in the world. So Doug Jones is the guy who beat the pedophile for senator. Oh, he was. Oh, he's gonna beat him. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. Good for him. He's not been very good as a senator, but whatever. Okay. He did beat that fucking pedophile. So that's <laughs> nice. Okay. But yeah. So those two together. Mm. Come on. Unbeatable. Now, who would you get for the voice? Because we can also do that. Oh, the voice. We. I mean, we, I, I mean, okay. So who's got the best voice? James Earl Jones. Still, is he still the king? Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah. God, damn, you're right. It's, it's, I think it's still him. <laughs> So, Sometimes you just know, Seth. You yeah. just know. First response is the best. James Earl Jones. I guess like Maurice LaMarche. Those are probably the two two best voices we got. <laughs> Nolan North. Those, those two with a Nolan North voice? That'd be pretty good. Yeah. Oh, man. I would pay cash money to see this creation happen. <laughs> We're probably not far Doug Jones's Doug Jones's body. Brad Pitt's face. James Earl Jones's voice. Let's do it. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> Oh man, uh, I'm curious, uh, Marcus. Yeah. In your in your uh, now that you've gotten your new job, huh? You're working from home. Is that correct? Yes, I haven't started yet, but soon. Are they gonna make you like install that like, kind of like spyware shit on your computer to make sure that you're moving your mouse and talking enough? I mean, probably. But they, it was mostly been, what is it, like, system check stuff. See if I got the right amount of USBs, screens, and internet, all that junk. So you got the right amount of internet? Yeah, yeah. I've got your just the is, right amount your, of internet. Your, your band is wide enough? Oh, yeah. It's flexible. Yeah, I have a 16 internet. Yeah, yeah. Really good. I could yeah. have two more. I, I, I bought a, I bought a couple more the other day. <laughs> I found them for the cheap. We need a gallon more internet. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'm, be a, I'm a bargain. I'm a, I'm a bargain buyer of internet. 
Well, if I were you for now, I'm Argus. When, when you jack off, you should turn your camera away from your uh, yourself so. or look into it more intensely. Than yeah, you know, yeah. I like I like that one. I like that one. Better. That's the power move right there. <laughs> just look directly into the lens. Yeah, don't even pull up any material. Just look directly at the camera. <laughs> get yourself up and just go for it like a, that. Listen, listen, Seth. I'm I'm always up. All right. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. How do you do anything all day? How have you not passed out? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a freak of nature. What can I say? Yeah, no kidding, man. That's your superpower. Always hard. <laughs> hard man. I was going to say hard man. Doom Patrol. Mm. <laughs> that'd be your. You'd be the, That'd be your robot master. Hard man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you'd be in Mega Man. Wait, was that actually a real heart? Was, was heart I think Hard Man's a guy. I'm pretty sure he is. Hard Man. I think Die Hard Man's real in fucking Death Stranding. <laughs> yes, Hard Man is real in Mega Man. Yeah. How could I have not seen this? <laughs> hard Man. <laughs> hey, you know what his power? You know what his power was? Is he hard? He's really hard. <laughs> Who could have so seen this coming? His body's impenetrable. He's so hard. Hey. Relatable. We're <laughs> relatable. I think I think we're out of stuff, y'all. I think we're done. <laughs> As an episode. We're, we're talking about hard man and shit over here. Wrap it up. Put a bow on it. It's done. Yeah, this has been uh, the Elidios Podcast. I am Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. I'm Seth. You can find me on Twitter at Seth. Uh, or on Letterboxd at Kinezeras. K-Y-N-A-Z-E-R-A-S. What's your last review, Seth? Uh, this is on the bonus episode. So the last thing I watched was Palm Springs on Hulu. It is an incredible movie. It's very funny. Um, it's got incredible performances by some of my favorite actors. And yeah, I'll probably watch it again sometime because it, it's really, really great. Nice. Oh, Seth. I've got, someone was telling me to watch this movie called Beach Bum. Should, uh, yeah, it's good. You check it, it out. Yeah, okay. It's it's weird and trippy and almost, it makes almost no sense, but it's funny. And Matthew McConaughey is just chewing up the scenery the whole time. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm Marcus. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. And I do art for this podcast. Our theme song was done by Ben Powell. You can hear him very recently on our um, Last of Us 2 spoiler review episode. Um uh, he has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown where they talk about wrestling and, and they're both from the South. So if that sounds interesting, go check it out. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it get under it. Fuck uh, ba, 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 anti-maskers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the world is round. Don't, yep. don't fucking forget it. Right? Unless you're an elf. <laughs> <laughs> We've stopped trying to solve our problems. We're trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York. That's the Elenio's Podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.